Hey there, sweethearts. Thank you for joining me here on Sweetheart Soul Sessions podcast, where we go from feeling a void to feeling validated, and we go from feeling grumpy to grateful. Be sure to keep your inspiration going by checking out Sweetheart Soul Sessions on Facebook. And now get ready because your session is about to start. Hey there, sweethearts. This is Andrea, your favorite natural-born clairvoyant Reiki practitioner, performing arts director, wife, and mother. Well, I don't know if I'm your favorite wife and mother. That's kind of a personal thing. But hopefully I can be your favorite podcaster. I would settle for that. (laughs) In today's episode, I want to touch base upon something that we all do because it's something that we all have, and that is your inner voice, your inner monologue. You can call it a conscience if you want, but truly, I just want to address the concept of self-talk. We all have thoughts throughout the day. We all have things that we tell ourselves, thoughts that kind of rule our mind if we don't rule them, that sort of thing. And what I'm finding is that this is an issue that I have struggled with my entire life is making sure that that voice inside my mind is is a kind voice. I think it's very easy to become verbally abusive to yourself in your inner voice. That inner monologue is not always friendly and it can be sneaky because we don't even realize that we're being mean to ourselves until we feel like absolute crap. And then we wonder why we feel like crap and why we believe even more so that other people think bad things about us. Friends, if you go around all day long and you're telling yourself, well, I don't even know why I bother helping this person because they don't appreciate me and, 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 and I don't even know why I, I'm, I'm shopping in this store. I can't fit into these clothes and I don't even know why I'm saving any money for a vacation. We won't be able to go anyway. If you talk to yourself like that all day long, which is a very low vibrational energy, it kind of infiltrates and, and settles down into your psyche and then your, your mind believes that to be true for everything that you do and everyone that you know. Pretty soon that, that critical inner voice is saying, let's say you're mailing something at the post office and the, the, the worker is maybe a little bit more quiet than she normally is. That inner voice will chime in and say, see, they don't really like you. You're annoying them. You think that you're friendly with people and you're just a burden. You're just annoying. Or they, they think you're stupid. They don't think you're intelligent. And it starts to kind of poison everything that you do and all the people in your life, whether, like I said, whether it's at the post office or it's somebody that you are super, super close with in your personal life. And then we, we believe that the world is out to get us. We believe that nobody likes us. Um, and pretty soon, the, the, the poison that has spread from this negative self-talk has gotten into everything that you do and everything that you are, and you become depressed. And when you become depressed, you become less than motivated because you feel like there's no point. Because you feel like everything about you is negative or everything about you is bad. And then the the crazy thing is that if we do this for too long without catching it, without stopping it, our mind believes it as truth. 
it's almost like we're training ourselves when we have a critical inner voice it's like we're training ourselves day in and day out to not like ourselves and it's time that we stop doing this and you might be sitting there thinking well Andrea I know that I do that that's absolutely right sounds just like me but I don't know how to stop because it seems automatic right but what I'm going to tell you is that it is it is semi-automatic because uh, and we'll get into why in just a moment. Um, but but the the first step that you can take to kind of diffusing that that low vibrational self-talk, that negative self-talk, that that damaging and self-sabotaging and harmful and abusive self-talk is by realizing that you're doing it and realizing when you're doing it. So if you're in an instance where you're going for a job interview and you're thinking, I don't even know why I'm going for this job interview. I'm not qualified. I'm going to waste this person's time. I I don't have A, B, and C on my resume. I'm just a person. They think that I'm something I'm not. They think I'm better than what I am. They're going to know I'm a fake, right? We have all these terrible self-defeating thoughts. That's that inner voice that's being a little bitch, excuse my language. But when we become critical like that, and we have that, that, that those damaging things that come to the surface, the first thing that you can do is acknowledge it and stop it right in its tracks and go, okay, hold on a second. Is this actually true? Am I actually unqualified? Am I actually a fake? Because the last time I checked, I have as much of a chance as anybody else to apply for a position. I have just as much chance as anybody else that they call in. Obviously, they see something in you. They're willing to have an interview with you. Don't talk yourself out of it by telling yourself abusive lies. And if you catch it right when it's starting, you can really, really, really make some changes, some positive changes. Um, guys, that actually happened to me recently. I was, I, and this is kind of personal. I wasn't going to share this, but um, I might as well. I'm usually very open and, and, and candid. Uh, I, was, I was called in. I was actually asked to come in and speak to somebody about supplementing my job, what I do right now as a performing arts director. I was, I was asked to do something um, in addition to what I already do um, at a different location. So I would be doing both my performing arts um, responsibilities, but also in another location as well on a different level. And it made my heart light up. I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, like, like I, this is such a huge compliment to be asked to come in and, and, and possibly, you know, have an additional job to do, you know, in the world of performance art, which is my deal. You know, that's my thing. That's my jam. And, um, that, that excitement was short lived because I, all of a sudden, you know, I immediately, like I said, automatically, the inner voice was going, oh, but you don't know this and you don't know how to do this and, and, and how, how are you going to manage this and that? And well, if so-and-so has been called in for a, 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 a job offer like this, they, they have this credential and that credential and they went to this school and they have, and, and I immediately started to beat the shit out of myself, excuse my language once again, but I'm so passionate about this. I started to beat myself up in in my in my inner voice and it and it was like automatic 
And listen, I don't consider myself to have low self-esteem. I can't even imagine the people that are, that are dealing with low self-esteem in addition to this negative self-talk. Could you imagine? Maybe you are that person and you have this negative self-talk on top of not believing in yourself. I, I actually do believe in myself and I believe that I'm good at what I do. I'm, I'm cognizant of that fact and I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm grateful for that. But even me, even me who, who I can see the value in my work was sitting here going, I, I'm, I'm going to waste this person's time. They're, they're going to realize that I can't do X, Y, and Z or A, B, and C. They're not, they're, they're going to, they're going to laugh me out of the room. Totally ignoring the fact that that wasn't reality. Totally ignoring the fact that I have, I've had training in the performance, performing arts field since 1993. You know, completely ignoring everything that I've done and everything that I stand on and everything I stand for. That all went out the window because of this inner, this inner voice that was telling me that, you know, was criticizing me basically. It's like we have an inner bully. And I, I had this huge uh, epiphany when, when this was happening, which was just like a week ago. I, I, I stopped it. I realized that I was doing it. I literally was getting out of the car to go meet with this individual that was offering me this, this supplement. And, and I was saying to myself, this, I'm going to waste their time. This is going to be ridiculous. I'm not qualified for this. And I just, I just told myself, stop, stop. I have just as much of an opportunity as anybody else. And I asked myself, is this really true? Are you really unqualified? And the answer was no, I am highly qualified. And all I can do is be open and honest with this person about what I know and what I can do for them. And that's exactly what I did. And they were more than happy to have me on board. And it turns out, I think that I have more experience than they even were thinking. So how do you like them apples? I was completely wrong. My inner, that inner voice that you guys have, it's, it's a liar. It, it's, it's an uneducated bully. And if you can stop it dead in its tracks when it's happening, just say stop. Is this actually true? Or am I just like beating myself up and being verbally abusive to myself. And then the other thing that I want to share with you about this is I, I had this huge realization years ago and, and I, some people already know this. So I apologize if you already know this, but I didn't realize this. They say that the way that you're spoken to when you're growing up, like when you're a kid, childhood, the way that people speak to you becomes that inner voice. Isn't that crazy? So, so, and, and I, and I'm not going to say that I had a childhood where people were telling me that I was worthless because that's not true. It's just what you gather about the people in your life as you get older. It's not any, any one person. Although I guess it could be if you have a very like oppressive and, and abusive, verbally abusive relative in your life and they were always putting you down, it is a possibility that you'll gather some of that energy and think that that's true. So you'll continue to talk to yourself like that all, all for the rest of your life, you know, all the time. Um, but moreover, I think it's a, it's like a collage 
of just observations that you've made. Maybe one time in, in, you know, sixth grade or fifth grade, you know, somebody said something to you like, oh, you're always so clumsy. Well, that's part of the collage. So the next time that you go to do something as a 25-year-old, you try to go register for for, uh, your driver's license or something and you forget your purse, what happens? That, that little part of that collage, that little part of your life experience from fifth grade rears its ugly head again and you hear in the back of your mind, I'm always so clumsy. So I challenge you to stop that inner critic. I challenge you to stop that inner voice that tells you lies, that tells you that you're not good enough, that tells you that you're, you're too fat or you're lazy or that, you know, it makes you feel guilty about every little thing in your life. You wouldn't tolerate that in a friendship. You wouldn't tolerate that in a relationship. I would hope not. Then why do you keep tolerating that from yourself? So I challenge you to stop that. Cut it off as soon as you notice that you're doing it. And then in addition to that, ask yourself where these voices are coming from. Meaning, like, where did I learn that I was clumsy? Where did I, where did, when did I start to believe that I was too fat? Was it because I, I got divorced when I was 21? And I'm just using that as an example. Was it, was it you know where did I get the idea that I'll never have any money? Is it because my grandmother raised me and she, she, you know, was on, you know, a a restricted, you know, income. So all of these pieces of your life, they kind of become a collage and you form beliefs about them. And that becomes that inner self-talk. So you have to diffuse it, guys. You have to figure out where it's coming from, where that belief is coming from. Because even though, okay, so going back to the grandmother thing, like if your grandmother raised you and she had, a, you know, lack in her life or, or financial poverty and you were raised like that, hearing her say all the time, oh, we're never going to be able to keep the lights on. We're never going to be able to keep the, the you know, we're not going to have hot water, things like that. If you grew up hearing that, then chances are you have that inner monologue in your mind so when you struggle to pay your bills or you're late on a payment you think oh my god they're going to shut our lights off oh my god I'm not going to be able to afford my mortgage next month like we we tend to you know like oh you're you'll never have anything you've you've come from poverty you'll always be in poverty like we tend to have that that inner monologue based on whatever pieces of the collage that we have built based on our life experience so I hope that this helps you guys. It, it helps me um, when I stop it dead in its tracks and that I realize that sometimes that inner critic that is not my voice, it's somebody else's from long ago. And I shut it off right then and there. And I say, no, that's not how I would speak to myself. That's not how I would speak to a friend. And I challenge you guys to be kinder to yourselves because you are incredible people and you have great purpose in this life. So I hope that you guys are joining me also on um, Facebook for Sweetheart Soul Sessions on Facebook. And I hope you guys have a great holiday. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Let me call you sweetheart. I'm in love.